Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. You don't connect the dots. It's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill their promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had men and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Prey on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer. Because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth.
I'm Ryan Gable, your host, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. TheFringe.fm is the network website, a new website, TheFringe.fm. Our website, www.thesecretteachings.info. Our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash thesecretteachings. And if you'd like to contact us, the email is rdgable at yahoo.com. That's r-d-g-a-b-l-e at yahoo.com, rdgable at yahoo.com. Just in the past couple of weeks, the past couple of months, more than ever in my 10 years on radio, almost 11 years this October, have I ever felt whatever it is energetically that drives each and every one of us, call it spirit, call it soul, the seat of emotions, etc., that, that I felt it so strongly that I really don't even need to prepare for a show. Because in the last six to eight months, roughly, last six to eight months, global society has been transformed through a singularity to the point of no return. And they can call this singularity a new normal. They can call this singularity a new order. They can use this as an excuse to tear down the sovereignty of nations. You know, when people like Bill Cooper used to talk, before Bill Cooper was shot dead, and if you read Behold a Pale Horse, or if you've listened to people like Alex Jones, or if you've listened to other radio hosts who might not be as famous, people that parrot a lot of the stuff that Bill Cooper and others wrote about or spoke about, people like Jordan Maxwell and others who we've had on this show many times, you always heard about this conspiracy to tear down the sovereignty of the United States as the last true beacon of free society in the world and to incorporate the United States into a series of sectional components of a global government and the United Nations would run this global government. The United Nations is the blueprint, it is the structure of the global government, but it would be also run through countries like China, which is ultimately controlled by a higher global authority. Some of you may, ha- may have seen this, some of you may not have seen this. The United Nations has actually issued a statement to the United States that the President of the United States, this is a global, unelected govern- government or governing body, telling the President and the people of the United States you must stand down in Portland and remove federal troops. This is what the United Nations is telling the President of the United States. This is what the United Nations is, without saying it, telling the Congress of the United States. Now, although they told the President directly, Trump, stand down in Portland, You have to understand what authority the president has constitutionally to even send troops 
of any type to Portland or to any city that is under siege by groups of people hiding behind their right to protest, not doing it peacefully, and doing it in a manner that is not only violent, but is widespread insurrection by definition, widespread attempted murder, widespread assault. The list goes on and on and on and on and on. Now, in the United States, our Constitution gives the president in the executive branch authority to do certain things. Congress has certain authorities, the House and the Senate. And then, of course, the judicial branch judges and determines as part of the checks and balances system whether or not the executive and the legislative branches have violated the law of the land. Now, it's stunning to me, it truly is stunning to me, the ignorance of the average person, the ignorance of and the arrogance of the mayor of Portland and other people that support the violence in Portland, where people like Representative Nadler, that little Jew penguin that waddles around with his giant, I don't even know where that guy, where his head starts and where his feet end. He's just a big, he looks like a giant blueberry from Willy Wonka. Just a big pile of fat and garbage. And he says, no, it's all a myth. There's no violence. There's no protest. There's no, none of this is happening. They just deny it, deny it. Just like for years, Mao Zedong denied that tens of millions of people were dying because of his policies and then blamed it on his own party members, telling them that even though they told him what was going on, telling them, you didn't inform me of what was going on, and then purged them from the party. This is what we're seeing happen now in the United States. History is critical for a number of reasons. This is the biggest one, because if you get rid of history and statues and things like this, it's not because it's hurtful or harmful. It's because you intend to do the same thing again, and you need to remove all historical context, because the same plan is being implemented once again with Mao brigades and Maoist youth brigades and the tearing down of of uh, statues and occupying and burning down federal buildings and taking over local governments. This is all the Maoist, Stalinist, Marxist agenda unfolding before your eyes. If you look at the United States Constitution, it's a, it's astounding to me where pe- people in Portland, mayors in Portland, mayors all over the country, governors, everybody talking about constitutional rights and these people have a right to protest. Well, okay, they have a right to protest. That's that's okay. But in Portland, the mayor and others have said, don't take away the people's right to protest. It's a constitutional right. Then you think about that for a second and you realize these are the same mayors and the same governors and the same people that want to remove guns from the hands of law-abiding citizens and put them in the hands of criminals. So how can you say that they have a right to a First Amendment, but they don't have a right to a Second Amendment, but they like the Constitution? See, none of this makes any sense. If you read the Constitution, let me read you Article 4, Section 4 of the United States Constitution. It says, The United States shall guarantee to every state in the Union a Republican form of government and shall protect each of them against invasion. And on application of the legislature or 
of the executive when the legislature cannot be convened or if they are unable to act against domestic violence, meaning the United States shall guarantee every state in this union protection against domestic violence. So it looks like the president has constitutional authority to send assistance, warranted or otherwise, by local governments who fail to act to preserve the rule of law anywhere in the union. The power that the president has to do that is constitutional. The power that people have to launch balls of fire at federal buildings, to point guns at people, shoot people, stab people, beat people up, beat people to death, vandalize, loot, riot, attempt to burn cities down. These are not rights protected under any constitution. It's mob hysteria. And yet, even when they try to claim, no, these people have a right to protest, they're the same people saying they have a right to protest are the same ones that say, you don't have a right to defend yourself against the peaceful protest. Well, I don't need a right to defend myself against a peaceful protest. I need a right to defend myself against a violent riot. Well, you can't have guns. Well, I thought you support the Constitution. I thought you support the Bill of Rights. Don't you support these basic God-given rights that you have a right to self-defense? Well, no, but you have a right to peacefully assemble. They just pick and choose what they want. They pick and choose what they like. Because how many people have actually read the Constitution? I sat down and read it again yesterday. It took maybe 10, 15 minutes to read the whole thing. The Bill of Rights take maybe less than a minute. And, and these aren't rights given to you by government. These are rights preserved through government. And the power is derived from the people in a constitutional republic. But the average people are so ignorant and so arrogant and so self-entitled that when you explain this to someone, they literally laugh at you. People on Facebook, it's like one out of a hundred. Most people get this, but one out of a hundred on Facebook, they just laugh when I post that. Or in public, when I explain this to somebody, they just look at you with these glazed eyes. And then they proceed to continue to violate not just the law of the land, they'll violate state law, they'll violate federal law, they'll violate anything and everything, they'll violate their own conscience because the mob dictates it. I was off air last night because I, I had a pretty long day. I worked in the morning, and then I had an issue at work, I went to see my son, I came home, I had some, some food, and uh, then I... I ended up, I watched a few minutes of a movie and I just, I just kind of passed out. And so I didn't do the show last night. It was just too much going on. The big thing was I was pretty riled up because I was at work. And although we had made, as per federal law, as per the ADA, as per other laws and workers' rights, we had made an exception because I'm unable to wear a mask and because I refuse to wear a mask on top of that. So it's health, rights, and principle that, I, uh, that I've had a reasonable accommodation made for me at work. Perfectly fine. Everything's been fine for months. But apparently, people have been complaining that I go to the bathroom. And when I go to the bathroom, I don't wear a mask. This is literally what was brought up to me at my job. 
And so I had to try to explain to them once again, you can't force me to wear a mask. I have a medical issue. I actually have many medical issues that fall under protected persons. All medical issues fall under protected classes, protected persons. I told them, I said, if I was black and you told me that I had to do something because I was black or I couldn't do something because I was black, what do you think the situation would be? And see, they understood that. But when I explained to them the details of medical conditions, etc., they couldn't understand it. And when I tried to show them the science again, they told me, we're not interested in your science. That's a quote. I'm not interested in your science. I don't want to get back into that. I was told the board of directors of the company I work at have their own. That's a quote. They have their own science is what I was told. And I was told further that you are a minority choosing not to wear a mask. Therefore, you are wrong because everybody else wants you to wear one, which isn't even a true statement. I was told because you're a minority, you have to do what the collective tells you to do. And I told them that is mob hysteria. That is collectivized ideological hysteria. And that is not how things are going to work. That is not how things are going to proceed. See, if you capitulate to it, the threats and the implications and what will happen if I don't do this, things will just get worse and worse and worse and worse. Dr. Fauci, or Dr. Faust as I call him, is now saying that you need to wear goggles to protect yourself against COVID-19. The other woman who I think lost her medical license years ago who have the really messed up teeth, Dr. Bricks or Burks or however you pronounce her name, Dr. Burks, has told Americans just accept the new normal. Just accept it. Stop fighting it. It's like someone being raped or someone being robbed, someone being beaten, and you're pleading with the rapist. You're pleading with the thief. You're pleading with the thug. Stop raping me, please. Stop robbing me. Stop abusing me. Stop hitting me. Please stop. You're pleading with them. And they're just pleading with you. Take it, take it, take it, take it, take it, take it, take it. And that's what Dr. Brick Burks is saying. Just take it, take it, take it, take it, take it. If you haven't figured out by now, these people are evil. And you see how it works? It's just a mask. It's just a face shield. It's just goggles. It's just... Well, now they're talking about making gloves mandatory. Pretty soon you're going to have to wear a full hazmat suit to go outside of your house. This has nothing to do with health. This has nothing to do with COVID-19. This is about power. This is about control. There's a basketball player who plays for the... uh, Denver Nuggets, his name is Michael Porter Jr. Michael Porter Jr. made some comments yesterday about how, or this actually was Tuesday night this week, but this was published yesterday, this article from Yahoo Sports. He made some comments about the coronavirus. He said, personally, I think that the coronavirus is being used, obviously, for a bigger agenda. Agenda. It's being used for population control in just terms of being able to control the masses of people. Because of this virus, the whole world is being controlled. You are required to wear masks, and who knows what will happen when this vaccine comes out. You might have to have the vaccine in order to travel. That'd be crazy. So, 
just a guy playing for the Denver Nuggets. And he just makes some comments and says, you know, I just feel like this is it's being used for population control. Well, that's not even his opinion. It is being used for population control. That's a factual statement. That's a critical observation that is factual. And they're calling it a conspiracy theory. Michael Porter Jr., according to Yahoo Sports, pushes wild conspiracy theory claiming COVID-19 is used for population control. Well, what else would you call it when you tell people they cannot come out of their homes and they can't gather in large gatherings, usually of more than nine people? What would you call it when you force people to wear masks in their own home? When you force people to wear gloves, shields, goggles? When you force people to take vaccines, what would you call that then? Is that population control that sure as hell isn't proper medical assistance or proper health care maintenance? It is population control. So even the observation of reality now, just, it's not happening. Just like Nadler said, there's no protests in Portland. There's no Antifa. This is a myth, he says. It's a myth. It's all a myth. Yet the United Nations is telling the United States, pull troops out of cities that are on fire and burning to the ground. You don't have an authority to do that, even to protect federal property. Who the hell are you? The United Nations? If I was the United States, if I was the president, I wouldn't have just pulled out of the World Health Organization. I'd have pulled out of the United Nations because they get a majority of their money from the United States. I would pull every single representative out of the United Nations, every single representative out of every single global governing body. And I'd bring every single troop home and I'd put them on the border, every port, every airport and say, if you want this country, you come and take it. We're not going to play this agenda, this game anymore. That's exactly what it is. It's a big game. It's a big chessboard. And right now, because people are terrified and afraid, we're all in a position of checkmate. And that's why I don't even have to plan to do a show. I can just sit down and I can explain this is what's going on and accept my role as a radio host as being some type of leader and just being a bulldozer and bulldozing through this information and giving it to you and hopefully acting from all the emails I've received. I, I know that this show has, has helped a lot of people over the years and especially recently, knowing that I can motivate you to take action and I can motivate you to take responsibility because that's what is critical. That is what is important. And it's pretty incredible that they just openly say, well, yeah, this basketball player, it's a conspiracy that anybody who, who's being stuck at home, who's being forced to wear masks. That's a conspiracy theory. There's no Antifa. There's no Antifa violence. When Trump designated them a terrorist group, there were big headlines all over the country. Donald Trump designates Antifa, which doesn't exist, a terrorist designation. And this basketball player says, what about the vaccine when it comes out? You might have to have a vaccine to travel. That'd be crazy. He didn't even say you will have to have one. He didn't say this is my theory. He said you might have to have one because that's what they're talking about. That's an article I have from the BBC here. 
Will travel be safer by 2022? And they talk about microchips. Bill Gates is on television saying you'll have to have a vaccine to travel. If you don't have more than one vaccine, you might not ever be able to come out of your house and go and social gather anymore. And you see people say, well, they've opened restaurants where I am and I can go out and I can do these things. So I don't know what, why are these people so afraid? Well, you can just see in the last like 48 hours, they've said, well, we're going to control masks and we're going to tell you what mask you can wear and what mask is appropriate. And you'll have to wear goggles as well. And you'll have to wear a face shield over top of that. And you'll have to wear gloves. You'll have to go through disinfectant stations at the airport and at certain restaurants where they spray you with toxic chemicals. This is just all part of the way that we keep each other safe. That's what this is all about. It's about keeping each other safe. It's not about keeping each other safe. It's about control. It is about population control, like Michael Porter Jr. said. That's exactly what it is. And see, just to observe, to analyze, to recognize this is what's going on around me, I think this is probably part of a much larger agenda because you see all the puzzle pieces and you see when they come together, And they say, no, that's a conspiracy. You see the violence. You live in the middle of the violence. You see the rioting, people shot dead, buildings burning down. You see the vandalism. And they say, no, that's a myth. None of that exists. Just deny it, deny it, deny it, deny it, deny it, deny it, deny it. Here's some good news, though. A federal judge has ruled that the governor of New York and that disgusting pile of trash de Blasio in New York City exceeded their authority by restricting religious service while condoning protests. Yeah, you don't need a federal judge to tell you that. You don't need any judge to tell you that. You don't need to be an expert in constitutional law to know that. Of course, they violated their power. They don't have the power to restrict religious service at all for any reason under any circumstances, let alone restrict religious worship and condone protests in the same sentence and then say it's like comparing apples and oranges. If you haven't noticed yet, the United States of America is in distress. The country is under attack. The country has been infiltrated. The government has been infiltrated. And if you're waiting for lines of redcoats on the field and lines of colonials on the field shooting at each other, all that began because of a long train of abuses and a declaration of independence from that authority. It's time we declare independence from the global authority, and it's time we take responsibility for ourselves as Americans or as whatever you might be in whatever country you might be a part of. It's time you start taking responsibility. It's time we grow up and we stop thinking responsibility is a funny thing. How old are some of you? 30, 40, 50, 60, 70? Most of you probably agree with me. That's why you listen to this show. But think about the people that you know. How old are these people? Are they, are they 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years old? And, and they support complete chaos and the destruction of society, which means their own destruction. They have no spirit. These people are evil. That's the bottom line. 
I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. When we come back, I want to get into a lot of this news. And then I want to get into travel in 2022, including microchips. It's just being openly announced. There's no more hiding it. There's no more conspiracy theory, except if you point out that these things are connected, then they still say, well, that's a conspiracy. No, no, no. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's, it is a conspiracy because it's, it's all been organized in private, and now it's being made public. This is what's going to happen. You will do it. A lot of people aren't going to do it. A lot of people are going to resist, and I advise you, resist now. And resist hard. We'll be right back. This is The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page at facebook.com slash thesecretteachings or our website, thesecretteachings.info. Here at The Secret Teachings, we're pushing 11 years on air. From powerful interviews to truly unique analysis, we're here for you five nights a week. And now we can also be with you whenever you want to listen. Just subscribe to our archive today and get access to stream and download every show after it airs. Your subscription also includes access on the site to my books, Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, and The Technological Elixir, along with my original books that many people have been asking for, The Grand Illusion, The Persistent Illusion, and False Prophets. We are also growing our montage archive, which will be available on the site for subscribers to listen. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info, click on the Donate or Subscribe tab at the top of the page, and become a member today. Even if you aren't a member, though, you can access certain select shows in our free archive, and grab a free show released every week on the site. Otherwise, catch us Monday through Friday right here on The Fringe FM. Alex Hi, I'm Alex Exum, and you're listening to KTLK The Fringe FM. The Secret Teachings t-shirts are now available through TeePublic and the show website at thesecretteachings.info. Whatever your color or size, check out the full selection on our website. Shirt designs include the Secret Teachings logo, our Occult Arcana shirt, the infamous Mothman, and of course the Blue Chicken Avian shirts, among others like the Paranormal Desert shirt. Check them out on Tee Public by searching for The Secret Teachings or simply visit thesecretteachings.info and select the merchandise option at the top of the page. If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, and from mythology to alchemy, then why not check out the book Occult Arcana, complete with hundreds of beautiful images. Maybe you want to look at technology black goo, UFOs, and demonic pacts made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir, black goo, transhumanism, and invoking AI. Or if that's not enough and you want a practical look at food, lifestyles, and ingredients, even those in your pet food, with free solutions to better health, then check out Food Philosophy. All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at 
thesecretteachings.info. That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and even order yours today. It not only supports The Secret Teachings and Fringe FM, but most importantly, it supports you. The truth is out there. There's something out here. And so are we. KTOK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. I'm Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings Radio Show, and you're listening to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Check out my show, The Secret Teachings, Monday through Friday, right here on The Fringe, 11 p.m. Pacific, 1 a.m. Eastern, U.S. time. People think there's one reality, but there's loads of them all snaking off like roots, and what we do on one path affects what happens on other paths. Time is a construct. People think you can't go back and change things, but you can. That's what flashbacks are. They're invitations to go back and make different choices. When you make a decision, you think it's you doing it, but it's not. It's the spirit out there that's connected to our world that decides what we do, and we just have to go along for the ride. Mirrors let you move through time. The government monitors people. They pay people to pretend to be your relatives, and they put drugs in your food, and they film you. There's messages in every game, like Pac-Man, Do you know what PAC stands for? P-A-C, Program and Control. He's Program and Control Man. The whole thing's a metaphor. He thinks he's got free will, but really, he's trapped in a maze, in a system. All he can do is consume. He's pursued by demons that are probably just in his own head. And even if he does manage to escape by slipping out one side of the maze, what happens? He comes right back in the other side. People think it's a happy game. It's not a happy game. It's a fucking nightmare world. And the worst thing is, it's real and we live in it. It's all code. If you listen closely, you can hear the numbers. There's a cosmic flowchart that dictates where you can and where you can't go. I've given you the knowledge. I've set you free. I'm Clyde Lewis from Ground Zero Radio, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. This is John B. Wells of Caravan to Midnight which you can find at caravantomidnight.com. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings. I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. Now we have the head of Google, the CEO of Google, Sundar Pichai, saying that he follows orders from the United Nations. You know, people think that like the American Revolution or World War I or World War II or any other war, that it was just established from the beginning. Everybody got together and said, okay, 
We're going to wage a world war, and we're going to call it World War One. We'll have T-shirts made, and we'll have hats made, and we'll have signs made, and posters and banners, and we'll say we're fighting in a world war. And they'll do that from the first day. And everybody gets together, and they agree, all right, all right, listen, as soon as we fire a cannon, as soon as we fire a gun, as soon as we declare we're going to have a war, what happens is we're going to call this, we can all agree, right, this is World War I, this is World War II. All right, this is the American Revolution. But they, see, that's not how this works. Obviously, that's not how history works. It's a, it's a long series of events that leads up to uh, another series of events that later, when we look back in history, we declare it, oh, that was World War I. That was World War II. That was Vietnam. That was Desert Storm. You know, that was this. That was that. That was whatever, right? And it's no different with the American Revolution. You know, the, the founding fathers and, and, and the initial patriots and the people that refused to kneel to the authority of Britain, there were a series of reasons why this happened. It wasn't just because, you know, your history teacher says, well, they didn't want to pay taxes, you know, and so they threw some tea into the harbor. Or, you know, they were really upset because they were, they were, they were being persecuted by a by a tyrant thousands of miles away. So they just decided one day to get up and, and to say, no, we, we, we're having a revolution. <laughs> it's so insane how simplistic we make the past when it's much more complex and it's only through an understanding and an observation of those complexities than do we see how simple it really is to understand. There were many reasons for the American Revolution. Benjamin Franklin said taxing was such a minuscule part of it the colonists would have bore the little bit of tax that they had to pay, whether a stamp tax or it was a tea tax. The big issue was over the outlawing of colonial script, the interest and debt-free currency that was issued through most of the colonies. Another big issue was that the British did not want the colonists to be armed. So the removal of guns and the control of currency and the control of society was the primary reason that the uh, independence of the colonies was declared, and that later on, after the revolution, a constitution was written in secret, in private, to create a union of countries in order to create a new government, and that's the one that we live on, under today. That's the one that invests in an executive and a legislative branch and a judicial branch, a system of checks and balances. But see, the problem is all of this has been completely forgotten, or it was never taught to generation after generation after generation. So we don't know our history. We have no idea where we came from on average. And most people walk around thinking, well, if I'm asked to do something by authority, I guess I have to do it. The only way authority can get you to do something is if you acquiesce and you are compliant. That's why none of the executive orders, none of the mandates, none of the laws, none of the rules can ultimately be enforceable if you take them to a court and if you take them to a high enough court. Federal judges, this is 2020 still, a federal judge just the other day said, you know what, de Blasio, you know what, Cuomo, you don't have the authority to tell people that they cannot gather together and practice their religion. That is a violation of the United States Constitution. That is a violation of the law of the land. And it is especially a violation, and it's quite immoral, for you to restrict religious services while condoning protests and saying it's okay to protest, but it's not okay to go to your respective place of worship and worship whatever it is that you worship. So federal judges still the ones that aren't paid off, the ones that aren't threatened, federal judges that understand the law of the land, preserve the law, and they're able to continue to act to the benefit of those who actually represent a free and open constitutional republic. And that's why 
the global governing system really hates the United States of America. That's why you think about the founding of this country. Everybody's always telling you about how, oh, they're a bunch of racists and they're a bunch of sexists and they're a bunch of bigots and they're a bunch of slave owners. And you sit down and you actually read a history book about it and you actually read what the people wrote and read what the people said. Yeah, the founding of this country in America was completely revolutionary. The founding of this country was completely enlightened beyond anything with the exception of perhaps the Magna Carta and certain common laws in England beyond anything that had ever been thought of before. And in the Constitution, it is preserved for all people, black, women. It didn't matter. All people are protected. Now, you can say, well, there's no way that everybody's protected because there were still slaves and slavery wasn't abolished. And well, no, 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 no. You don't get the under you don't get the history of it. You're not understanding. You have to read it to understand it. You can't understand it in sound bites because perceptually it looks like that. But ultimately, when you break it down, that's not at all what it was. In fact, when you break down the history, you find that the founding fathers were against slavery on average. The only people that were for slavery were very wealthy plantation owners, and there were very few of them, and very powerful states in the South primarily that wanted to maintain the legality of slavery and to overlook the moral uh, uh, issue of slavery because they, they wanted uh, you know, to continue to grow their economies. That's where they got all of their, their wealth from, from slavery. So you know, that after the Constitution was signed and ratified by the states, what happened was within about 20 years of that, slavery importation, slave importation was actually banned. And most of the states went ahead and they outlawed it anyway, even before they were required to. And a lot of plantation owners just freed their slaves anyway. It was a powerful, wealthy, democratic party that owned slaves that wanted to continue to perpetuate that immoral, and that illegal and that violation of hu basic human rights, they wanted to perpetuate that indefinitely because they wanted power and they wanted wealth and they wanted control over other people. That's the real history of the United States. And the real reason that the UN and other countries and people, including our own citizens in this country, hate the founding of this country so badly and hate the Constitution and hate Everything that this country stands for is because you have people that conduct abuses in the name of freedom and liberty, because you have people that own slaves within a country that morally and naturally opposes such a practice, and because a few people violated those basic rights and those basic liberties and those basic freedoms. Everybody is considered within the same context. And that's not only asinine, it's ignorant. That's why they hate the United States so much. Because the United States threw off the chains of monarchs and authoritarians and truly placed the power in the hands of people. And merely because some people and foreign entities with large amounts of wealth infiltrate and abuse that power. The Constitution, the Republic, the rule of law, the rights granted to man upon his birth, upon his conception, some may say, those are the solutions to the problems. They are not the problems themselves. And even if they were, let's say, let's say an open and free constitutional republic, an open and free society really was the problem. 
Well, then it would be no different than any other country, any other form of government anywhere in the world, anywhere in history. Because the same problems persist all around the world today in various forms of government. And you know, the thing about this is it's so easy to understand that it's, it's really just embarrassing that I have to sit here and explain it, is what it is. And it's really, it's really time-consuming and it's exhausting. There's no reason that I should have to sit here and explain this to people, or you should have to sit there and explain it to people who are, who are easily into their 40s or 50s. Well, our education system has failed us. And our education system has also been infiltrated by foreign elements at least since the 60s. To destabilize and demoralize generation after generation so that you get a majority of people who want to tear down the very framework that gives them a right to tear it down without being shot in the head in an authoritarian regime and to call every constitutional right and authority under God an abuse of power and to call it a representation of the devil and authoritarianism and their solution to that is to say, we are here in the name of God to protect you from the devil. You take that mask off, you're going to see a putrid, decaying, disgusting, demonic face, like you see on Nadler, and like you see on Pelosi, and like you see on Republican and Democrat alike. This isn't a partisan problem. Like you see on Cuomo and de Blasio. Like you see on all these other disgusting governors, disgusting mayors that use the Constitution to abuse your rights that are preserved in the Constitution, you have a right to peacefully protest. If we call it a peaceful protest, then you can go burn down buildings and you can hurt people. But you don't have a right to self-defense because we're going to pick and choose what we want. That's why they hate America, and that's why they hate any free and open society, because they want to control people. They want to control minds. They're control freaks. They're psychopaths. And they, in this context, whoever they are, are any tyrant, any authoritarian. You can name names, but the names that you name are as applicable today as they were 500 years ago, as they were 300 years ago, as they were 100 years ago. It's the same spirit of oppression and evil and authoritarianism that works through people today that worked through people 1,000 years ago. And that is part of the human experience, and that is part of the human condition. And so when our country was founded in America, the United States of America, contrary to popular belief, but in line with historical fact, it was founded on the principle that all men were created equal. And that includes the thousands and thousands, the tens of thousands of blacks who were actually free before, during, and after the signing of the Declaration of Independence and the establishment of of a constitutional union of government. And more blacks became free after that. If this country was founded on slavery, don't you think we'd have blacks in chains today? Well, they are in chains today in many ways, primarily by the Democratic Party. And you can say, well, that makes you a Republican. It doesn't make me a Republican. You know what it makes me? It makes me a human being for observing reality. And that's what this is really all about. They hate white people so much because white people are the first group of people that got together and said slavery is wrong, oppression of other people is wrong, and every single person has a right. Every single person has a right, a birthright, when they are born under God. And, you know, they say the founders were Christian. Most of the founders were not Christian. Most of the founders were deists. 
Most of the founders did not believe in a particular religion. And in fact, you don't have to have a religion in order to hold office in the United States government. And that has been also used against our country. And that's why you have atheist, anarchist, satanic elements working within government that don't kill, don't care if they kill the innocent. It doesn't, they don't care if they violate the rule of law or if they violate the rule of God or the law of God or the law of the land, whatever you want to call it. Because they are evil, disgusting, ugly demons. And they don't care who or what they have to do, who they have to hurt or what they have to do to get what they want. And they want destruction. They want decay. They want rape. They want murder. They want torture. They want pain. They want suffering. They want death. They want what Crowley said, all the horrible, all the bad things in the world. I want to see everything decay and fall apart around them. That's what these people are, and that's what Karl Marx, and that's what all the communist founding fathers wanted, too. They want no religion. They want everything to be authoritarian from the top down, a Politburo where a few people get to decide, and they are God. That's why you have people that literally bow and worship Hillary Clinton, bow and worship Dr. Fauci, bow and worship Burks. They bow and worship authority. They ignore science. They ignore the rights of others, they ignore common sense, and they simply sit down, bow down, lay down, bend over, lube up, and they say, please stick it in, Dr. Fauci. I'll put goggles on, I'll put a mask on, I'll put a goggle and a mask on, I'll put a face shield over that, I'll wear gloves, I'll put a hazmat suit on, I'll go in my house, I'll slit my throat, I'll kill myself, I'll kill my family to protect everybody around me. You've been brainwashed, and you've not been taught that you have the power as an individual. And when you stand up and do the right thing, And you know what the right thing is to preserve not only yourself and others. You preserve something that is timeless and something that is invisible, but something energetically you can feel, something that has persisted since the beginning of mankind. That spirit and that essence of what people call God. You know what I told my manager at work yesterday? She kept telling me, you know, I I just don't, I don't know what else to do because the general manager is just, harassing me about the mask thing and I'm, I'm going to have to file a you know a, a civil claim against the business and I'm going to have to sue them that's the bottom line for harassment for a hostile work environment and for, for a number of other things on top of that plus violation of state and federal law and I told my manager I said there's I know there's nothing else you can do but you have to understand if more people at this business did what I did we wouldn't be having this conversation right now the problem is if you were having this conversation with the manager and I was on the other side of this I would fight and I would give my life and I would, I would give my job to help you, even if I don't get anything beneficial out of that except to preserve what is moral and what is right. I would give my life and I would give my job to help you and to support you. And that's why I do this show, because I've given up most of my life to do this show, to present information to you, to hopefully be both entertaining and to be someone who can, I hope at least, motivate you to do the right thing. I've given up my life, and I've given up a career outside of this. This isn't really a career. I make virtually no money at this. This is a labor of love to help you. It's not self-righteous. It's just this is what I do, and I'm accepting that, and I understand the leadership role that this is, and I understand the consequences of what I'm doing, and it's empowering. And I promise you that when you accept that, you will also feel empowered. I can't tell you... Because I haven't counted, but I know it's in the dozens. I've had dozens and dozens of people in the last week 
email me asking me, where can I get the information that you're talking about pertaining to masks, pertaining to cleaning chemicals, pertaining to, to, to rights, to, to, to things like this? And I just I send it right over to you because anything that comes out of my mouth, if I say this is documented, I mean it's documented. And I can send you proof of what I'm saying. And I know that that's helped so many of you listening. And I just send it right over. And then it's in your hands. I'm not making it up. Not exaggerating, it's all right here. That's why thousands of people tune into this show every night. That's why tens of thousands, perhaps hundreds of thousands of people tune into this show every month, every year, and have for for over a decade now. Because I'm a real person. Because I'm not going to sit here and tell you, well, tonight we... um, we, we got a story tonight about Bigfoot for you, and uh, Bigfoot was saw out, he was seen out in the woods, and he was throwing sticks, and he was throwing stones, and he ate somebody's chicken, you know, or I've got insiders that tell me, you know, we're not concerned with that crap anymore, okay? What we're concerned with is society is self-destructing artificially around us, and you need someone to be there to talk you through it. So, yeah, we'll talk about other things. T- t- tomorrow we're going to do a... Uh, a, a, a UFO show. I've got a bunch of really cool stuff on that. UFOs, maybe a little bit of time travel, some news stories about this, actually. We'll do a show on that tomorrow. And, you know, we'll still have guests on, but as this persists, it's really important that we cover this information and that we provide a platform to inform you as a listener because you might say, well, this isn't very paranormal. This isn't very fringe. Well, I, I think it's very paranormal. I think it's abnormal what we're experiencing, and therefore this whole global situation is very paranormal. And I also think that spiritual elements are also very paranormal, and this is all spiritual. So I think that this is very, very fringe. I think this is very, very paranormal. If you reduce what you think is odd or paranormal to ghost stories and chakras, you're going to kind of miss the point. Because, yeah, all of that kind of contributes to this. And, you know, here, here, here's something that I just find interesting. You see this, this, this uh, the series of doctors that gave the talk. They briefed, uh, I believe they briefed the Congress, and then they, they gave this uh, speech about hydroxychloroquine and other things like this. You probably saw this uh, video before it was removed. It is up on band.video and some other websites. Some people put it up or... It's up on Facebook, I think, as well. Some people have posted it. And people are making fun of the of the the one doctor, the black lady, because they're saying that she believes in demon sperm and alien DNA, and it's just crazy. How who could believe her about hydroxychloroquine? I'm gonna show you right now how you are able to break that hypnotic spell of emotional hysterical reaction perpetuated further through social media and political paradigms. This is what you do. I look at this woman, I look at the claims that she's made, and I look at the claims that people have made about her. And I think a couple of things. I think, one, she says hydroxychloroquine works. Okay, I want to go find some proof of that. I don't care about the demon sperm. I don't care about the alien DNA. What I care about is verifying this woman's claims. So let me go verify this woman's claim. So I go online, I type in hydroxychloroquine, I type in chloroquine, treatment COVID-19. You can pull up National Library of Medicine, Medicine National Center for Biotechnology Information, PubMed. Just type in PubMed, 
hydroxychloroquine, COVID-19. And you'll pull up various studies that have been conducted on this, and you'll be able to read the study. And I pulled up one here just as an example. I pulled up one here, and it says chloroquine and hydroxychloroquine have antiviral characteristics in vitro. The findings support the hypothesis that these drugs have efficiency in the treatment of COVID-19. People are currently using these drugs for malaria. It is reasonable, given the hypothetical benefit of these two drugs, that they are now being tested in clinical trials to assess their effectiveness to combat this global health crisis. So they're determining the effectiveness, and they say that these drugs have efficiency in the treatment of COVID-19. All right, well, I'm not somebody that supports pharmaceutical drugs. A lot of drugs just alter the chemicals in your body takes the pain away from one part of the body and shifts it somewhere else or dumps the toxins into your liver. That's why a lot of these drugs, you have liver toxicity as a, as a side effect because they're poison. But this doctor says this works, so you go look up the actual science, and the actual science says it does work. Now, how it works, I don't know. Why it works, I don't know. Would I take a toxic pharmaceutical drug like hydroxychloroquine? Probably not. There are some drugs that help people stay alive artificially because it's forcing your body to do something that it otherwise would not be doing. But none of that matters. What matters is we have a lady that says, I'm a doctor. She is a doctor. She testifies. She says this is working. And people just say, well, you believe in alien sperm. and You believe in demon sperm and you believe in alien DNA. So nothing that you say matters. Well, Everything she says matters. Everything you say, everything anybody says matters. And if we can verify it, well, then it becomes very important. I don't care how crazy someone's claim is. I want to hear what you say. I will verify it. If I cannot verify it, maybe you're still right, but I haven't seen evidence of that. And even if this woman was totally wrong and I found five studies that said it doesn't do anything, am I going to sit here and say, well, it's because she believes in demon sperm? People, see, people don't, know how to th- people don't know how to think. You just look up the science in there. It's the same thing with the masks. I was told at my job that the board of directors at the company I work for, they have their own science and they don't care what the science I have says. That is a quote. They have their own science. I said, can I see the science? I was told by the manager, I don't want to get into that. I said, well, you brought it up. I'd like to see their science. I will show you my science from major universities and even from government agencies publishing it, including the CDC. You show me your science. Let's compare notes, all right? Because I've got a full house and you've got like a deck of Joker cards. So it's the same thing. And again, hydroxychloroquine is a chemical. I'm not going to take a chemical. I wouldn't recommend if I I was a doctor taking a chemical, depending on the circumstances. But nevertheless, it's just an all-out assault, and it demonstrates to you how hysterical mobs act. It demonstrates to you, and this is a pretty disturbing statistic, the Telegraph reported yesterday, that lockdowns have killed over 20,000 people, people that are depressed, people that are suicidal, 
On top of that, people that have not received the medical treatment that they need, the medical uh, attention that they that they desperately need or that they, they require. And as a result of that, 20-some thousand people have died. Hundreds of millions are going to die and are in the process of dying from starvation around the world as a result of lockdown. But nobody cares about the 100 million people that they don't see. Nobody apparently cares about the tens of thousands of people dying of suicide and dying of lack of medical treatment, being stuck at home, depression, anxiety, worry, stress, tension, bullets in their head, overdoses on drugs that they do have because they just can't do it anymore. Nobody cares about that. All they care about is, well, the president is bad. I don't even like the president. I don't even like Donald Trump. But you're clearly seeing a dividing line being made between those people who believe in the rule of law and who want peace and openness and freedom and those people who want to take everything away from you out of selfishness, arrogance, ignorance, and the void that is their physical being filled with a spiritual evil. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Stay with us right here on The Fringe FM. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings, or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info. Here at The Secret Teachings, we're pushing 11 years on air. From powerful interviews to truly unique analysis, we're here for you five nights a week. And now we can also be with you whenever you want to listen. Just subscribe to our archive today and get access to stream and download every show after it airs. Your subscription also includes access on the site to my books, Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, and The Technological Elixir, along with my original books that many people have been asking for, The Grand Illusion, The Persistent Illusion, and False Prophets. We are also growing our montage archive, which will be available on the site for subscribers to listen. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info, click on the Donate or Subscribe tab at the top of the page, and become a member today. Even if you aren't a member, though, you can access certain select shows in our free archive and grab a free show released every week on the site. Otherwise, catch us Monday through Friday right here on The Fringe FM. If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, mythology to alchemy, check out Ryan Gable's book, Occult Arcana, with hundreds of beautiful images. If you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs, and demonic packs made in the entertainment industry, check out the technological elixir, black goo, transhumanism, and invoking AI. And if you want a practical look at food, lifestyle, and ingredients, even those in your pet food. With free solutions to better health, check out Food Philosophy. All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at thesecretteachings.info. That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and order yours today. It supports The Secret Teachings, you, and The Fringe FM. We've heard your feedback loud and clear. You called it out, and now we're answering. All new live programming, five nights a week. 
Always remember, The Fringe FM is for you, the listener, and we appreciate your feedback. Keep the feedback coming. You can email us at talkback at thefringe.fm, call the station at 501-777-5631, or send us a message on Facebook at The Fringe FM. The Secret Teachings is the middle ground between the mainstream and alternative, between the official story and clickbait conspiracy. It lies between man's lack of critical thinking and his acknowledgement of discovering the patterns of nature. This is a radio show of objective analysis from the occult to pop conspiracy and health. A show we call The Secret Teachings. You can catch the broadcast Monday through Friday on the Fringe FM thefringe.fm and www.thesecretteachings.info Join me on a journey where getting lost is the only true destination. Where the past, present, and future all coexist on the same timeline. A reminder that the future is not some distant glimmer, but a bright light shining in your eyes. This is the future we are in right now. Welcome to a future where our true reflection is only revealed once the screen goes dark. Welcome to the darkness. I hope you find it enlightening. Well, this is David Parker, one of the authors of What Really Makes You Ill, or Everything You Think You Knew About Disease Is Wrong. I'm Dawn Lester, co-author of What Really Makes You Ill, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. And uh, it's been a pleasure to be here. Hi, this is Andrew Kaufman, MD. I'm a natural healing consultant. Please contact me on my website at andrewkaufmanmd.com. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings with your host, Ryan Gable. I'm Ryan Gable, your host, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. When a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. And that was the case in the 18th century, It's the case in the 21st century. A long train of abuses, terrors, fear, intimidation, coercive persuasion, collectivized ideological terror, and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object, total and absolute population control, complete destruction of all national borders and sovereignty, and the absorption of all countries and all people and all ideologies and all faiths and all religions and all rights into a global blob of governing authoritarianism. A long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably this same object evinces a design to reduce them all under absolute despotism. It is their right. It is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards 
for their future security. Despotism, the exercise of absolute power. Absolute power. Power corrupts absolute power, corrupts absolutely from mayors to governors to presidents to prime ministers to unelected world authorities. People like Bill Gates. I think Bill Gates should be arrested for practicing medicine without a license. I think that the next time someone tells you you're racist because you don't support Black Lives Matter as a terrorist organization, in some cases, not all groups are acting in the same way Antifa is, but they are a Marxist organization. The next time someone tells you you're racist, you say, no, you're racist. And here's the reason why. Because you judge people on the color of their skin, not the content of their character. Because you make everything about the color of skin. Because you make everything about sexual identification. You're a sexist, not me. This is what you do. You turn the system back on itself. And you stop backing up and 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 backing up until you fall off of a cliff. But nobody pushed you. It was your decision to walk off the cliff. So you weren't impaled by the bayonet or the pitchfork or you weren't shot in the head. Nobody had to touch you. They just pushed you and pushed you and pushed you and pushed you without touching you to the edge. And then you fell off. Oops, we didn't kill you. We didn't restrict you. We didn't put you in the prison cell. You walked in willingly because you were afraid of what would happen if you didn't. And the moment you say, I'm not taking another step backwards. In fact, I'm going to take a couple of steps forward. Few of you might get bayoneted. A few of you might get shot. A few of us might end up dead. But in the end, if you don't take that step forward, everybody's going to end up dead. Everybody's going to end up bayoneted. Everybody's going to end up impaled by the pitchfork. Everybody's going to end up off the cliff, onto the sharp rocks, into the water below. Coercive persuasion of the ideological, hysterical, emotionally motivated, arrogant, ignorant, self-righteous, and entitled mob. A mob of despots who want absolute power and authority over everything from what you eat to who you have sex with to where you're able to travel, when you're able to travel, how you're able to travel, and what you can do when you get there. The BBC is reporting that by 2022, travel might be a little bit safer. And why would travel be a little bit safer by 2022? Because they've got all these provisions in place now to prevent the spread of COVID-19. Just like after September 11th, we had all these provisions in place to stop the spread of terrorism, right? I want to read this article to you from the BBC. This is on our website at thesecretteachings.info. You can go grab a copy of it and read this thing for yourself. In 2022, you just arrived at your final destination or your travel destination. As you get off the plane, a robot greets you with a red laser beam that remotely takes your temperature. You're still half asleep after a long transoceanic flight, so your brain barely registers the robot's complacent beep. You had just passed similar checks when boarding the plane hours ago, so you have nothing to worry about and can just stroll to the next health checkpoint. The pandemic will change the culture of how people travel. As you join the respiratory inspection queue, a worker hands you a small breathalyzer capsule with a tiny chip inside. 
Conceptually, the test is similar to those measuring drivers' alcohol levels, but this one detects the coronavirus particles in people's breath, spotting the asymptomatic carriers who aren't sick but can infect others. By the way, the World Health Organization said that's not true, and the original study on asymptomatic transmission said that it was the, the, the details of it were flawed, so it was a false report, pseudoscience. And even the World Health Organization said, yeah, asymptomatic transmission doesn't really happen. But who cares about actual science? By now, you know the drill. So you diligently cough into the capsule and drop it into the machine resembling a massive microwave. You wait for about 30 seconds and the machine lights up green, chiming softly. You may now proceed to immigration, so you fumble for your passport and walk off. These technologies may sound like science fiction, yet they are anything but. If you had traveled earlier this year when countries began locking down, you may have already spotted the remote infrared thermometers used in airports. However, while thermometers are helpful, they aren't ideal. People can have fevers for other reasons or may harbor coronavirus without symptoms. To spot, which again is fraud, to spot early infection of asymptomatic carriers, one has to check for the coronavirus particles in their breath. That's where the breathalyzer comes in. You haven't seen it at a transit hub, but it already exists at the photonics lab of Gabby Sarsiri, professor at Ben-Gurion University of the Negev in Israel. Well, leave it to the Israelis and leave it to the Jews to make up something like this. When COVID-19 struck and hospitals worldwide struggled to build fast and accurate biological diagnostic tests, Sarsiri looked at the problem differently. As a physicist, he viewed the coronavirus spike sphere not as a biological agent, but as a nano-sized particle that can be sensed by specialized electronic equipment. Yeah, a nanoparticle that will go right through your mask. When tossed into the midst of an electromagnetic field, the particles cause certain interference to, f- to the flow of electromagnetic waves, which can be detected. That's what happens when the capsule is dropped into the microwave-resembling machine. When tossed into the midst of an electromagnetic field, the particles cause certain interference to the flow of electromagnetic waves. Any particle you put into this machine then would cause some kind of alteration and interference in the flow of electromagnetic waves. It doesn't prove that you have a coronavirus. Man, you read these stories and it's so outlandish. The, the leading insinuative assumptions that they make and they want you to make. That's what this is all about. I just read a Wall Street Journal article about the same thing, about how they're like, well, masks, the evidence is growing. Masks may be able to help. And then if you read the article, they never talk about the virus. They don't, I mean, in terms of it being isolated, they don't talk about how the masks help. They just say, well, they might be able to help. We're not really sure. But the mask article from the Wall Street Journal says face masks really do matter. The scientific evidence is growing. And then it says new research suggests that face coverings suggest that face coverings help, not reduce, but help reduce the transmission of droplets. See, this is the thing that bothers me so much. You don't have to go go to school. You don't have to go to college. You don't have to have a degree. You don't really have to have an IQ above, you know, 70. All you have to do is think. New research suggests that face coverings help reduce the transmission of droplets. All right, well, suggest is not prove, reduce is not absolute, and droplets are not a virus. 
See, this is the thing that I always harp on. If you understand how to think critically, you don't have to be specialized in any one particular area of expertise. You just read, not between the lines. You just read the lines themselves. Will travel be safer by 2022? Of course, they say. The best thing to put everyone's worries to rest would be a vaccine. Oh, really? Like the same vaccine that's about 10% effective every single year for flu and the same vaccine that since it's about 10% effective or roughly 10% effective, they don't actually classify how it's become effective because the 10% of people that they say prevented them from getting the flu. If I got a vaccine, I'd probably get sick from it, but I don't get the flu anyway. So if you gave me a vaccine, how can you determine that I wouldn't I wouldn't have gotten the flu or would have gotten the flu whether I got the vaccine or I didn't get the vaccine? Maybe I'd have been perfectly fine. You can just pad your stats by injecting it into people who never get sick, right? Theoretically, anyway, 10%, we, we prevented 10% of people from getting sick. How can you prevent 10% of people from getting sick if you don't know if they were going to get sick? None of this is science. It's all pseudoscience. And it's assault with a deadly weapon is what it is. And you have a right to defend yourself against those deadly weapons. And that's the bottom line. And it's about damn time that people stop being so afraid of self-defense and so afraid of what other people think of them. And stop backing down, bowing down, kneeling down, laying down, and licking the boot that's trying to smash your face into the pavement with a curb stomp. I don't care if that boot is right or if it's left or if it's up or down or if it's up your ass. Stop licking the boot. Stop masturbating to the boot. Travelers would present customs officers with an entrance visa and a vaccination record. Experts think the vaccine will become available in 2021, so those traveling would have to keep their vaccination records. Even today, some countries require proof of recent vaccinations for diseases like yellow fever, and the coronavirus may join the list. So here's what it would look like in 2022. You'd have a paper card or a tiny tattoo on your arm, invisible to the naked eye but readable by an infrared scanner. This technology already exists. That's what the article says. It already exists. I don't need this article to tell me that, but for anybody that says, no, this is in the future, no, it exists right now. The technology exists right now. It's already been tried on live animals. It's already been tested. Not tested to see if it's safe or anything like that, but tested to see, will, will, will this actually be tolerable? Will people actually support this? Their method uses microneedle patches that can deliver both the vaccine and a squirt of invisible ink under the person's skin, storing the vaccination record. And you know who supports this? You know who built this system? Scientific America Invisible Inc. could reveal whether kids have been vaccinated. The technology embeds immunization records into a child's skin. That is from December 18th of 2019, right around the time when we first started hearing about the coronavirus. And you know who funded this? The study was published in Science Translational Medicine Conducted by researchers like MIT's bioengineers Robert Langer and Anna Jeklinek, Jeklinek, I think is how you pronounce her name, who said the macro needles don't leave scars and are less invasive than the regular needles. It's like putting on a Band-Aid. It's like putting on the mark of the beast. It's really okay, you know. And you, you just, you're not going to be able to rip that Band-Aid off, though. 
Invisible ink could reveal whether kids have been vaccinated. See, this is what happens when you actually read, pay attention, and you have a memory, like 90% of you listening. I go back to Scientific America, and I tell people in December, look, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation funded research through MIT, studies that were published in Science Translational Medicine about embedding a vaccination record into your skin with invisible ink and micro needles. And it would be a little electronic digital patch, just like the Israelis have developed. Just like Benjamin Netanyahu said recently, a couple of weeks ago, he wants all children to be, we want them all to be microchipped because we are benefiting from one thing, the attack on the World Trade Center and Pentagon. So we want kids to be microchipped. Microchipped. We want them to be microchipped to serve. The Goya must serve the Jew. This is what Benjamin Netanyahu says. So Scientific America reports that. And then you get this BBC article months later, months and months later. And they're like, well, travelers could present a little paper card or maybe, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Bob, could we really do this? Bob, Bob, Bob says we can do this. I mean, you could have a tattoo on your arm. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know, Bill Gates has thrown his hands around like he's he's got some type of like medical condition. He's just like twitching and turning his head and he's laughing when they talk about people dying and locking down the country forever. He's like, wait, you might not be able to go outside unless you get the guy. Some, he talks. He kind of looks like he's got like. He's got some type of muscular issue. Just the way that he moves, is, he looks like an evil piece of shit because that's what he is. You know, he actually looks like, he looks like some crippled person. You know, sometimes when you see a crippled person in a wheelchair and you feel really bad for him, it's just like a guy whose head's to the side and his mouth's open and his hands are all deformed. That's literally what Bill Gates looks like when he talks. Because for the same reason he wears his little sweaters, if he acts all innocent and he acts weak, then he's non-threatening. If he acts like he's got a, like his own medical problems and he's got a little sweater on and he kind of talks in a little voice like this and we need more childhood death, he's non-threatening. But you know what happens when the camera goes off? He takes a knife and he plunges it into the neck of a little infant and drinks the blood. All right? Symbolically speaking. That's what those people are like. That's what Cuomo is like and de Blasio is like. We talked to religious leaders and religious leaders said we can shut down religious worship. We shut down religious services and a federal judge comes in and says, no, de Blasio, Cuomo, you can't do that. And especially you definitely can't do it if you're saying you can religious, you can't have religious worship, but you can have protests. You can't do that. Okay. And then Cuomo and de Blasio are, are doing the same thing. We're just, we're just here to save you and protect you from the evil coronavirus. We're trying to do these things. that just we want to keep you safe. And we're just, we're all, it's all oranges and apples and bananas. And we're just, you can't compare these things. And we're just here to protect you as leaders. And they're all innocent. And they're just trying to help you. And then the camera goes off and they start stabbing a kid again. Because that's the real evil. You know, that's the thing. People tell me you come off angry and aggressive. You're damn right I come off angry and aggressive. Because you have monsters like Bill Gates who pretends like he's a freaking mental retard to come into your home like the un says and take your kids literally what the un says there's even a house resolution 6666 i believe is the number 
where they're talking about coming into your house and taking your kids, literally COVID testing, reaching and contracting or contacting everyone, the Trace Act, Congress.gov, HR 6666. They say, we're going to come take the kids. We're going to vaccinate you. You can't travel. And I'm not supposed to be angry and upset and aggressive. What am I supposed to do? Get KY jelly, spread my butt cheeks and bend over? Is that what I'm supposed Is that what you're going to do? Is that what your friends are going to do? Your family's going to do? Don't be aggressive. Don't cause a problem. I'm so sick and tired of hearing that. Don't cause a problem. I'm not causing a problem. Someone else is causing a problem. I'm solving the problem. I'm solving the problem. You're solving the problem. Doesn't that just, it's so irritating. Don't cause a problem. Don't, don't, don't be confrontational. I'm not being confrontational. I'm walking into the store to purchase some produce. They're telling me you have to have gloves and a hazmat suit to walk into this place because you could get other people sick when you're healthy. I'm not causing it. I'm not causing a confrontation. I'm not confrontation. They're confrontational. They're causing the problem. So they acknowledge it. Yeah, we funded that. We funded this research through MIT, and you always hear Bill Gates like swallowing. And like, he always does that when he doesn't know what else to say. Like, he's on this interview the other day, and they're asking him about vaccines and how they could hurt people. And he's like, well, I mean, like the FDA, you know, they're like the gold standard. And, you know, I fund the FDA, but don't cut that part. Uh, We need more childhood death through these vaccines. And, you know, it just I created Microsoft, the window to look into your house. And I'm just really a front man with a big billion dollar yacht and a wife that looks like a man. And we're just we're here to help you. You We're here to serve you. And I I wear pink sweaters and I move my arms around and I swallow into the microphone and I I have muscular dystrophy. And, you know, I just look like a little weak guy. But as soon as you turn the camera off, I'm going to kill like five kids and I'm going to dismember them and I'm going to paint in their blood. But but cut that part, too. We just need more childhood debt. This guy is an absolute monster. You talk about demon sperm. Bill Gates is the result of incubus and succubus activity. He is the result of demon sperm, just like de Blasio, just like Cuomo, and just like all the other anti-human trash. The demons that come as angels with little halos, and they tell you, God-given rights, the law of the land, common law, the natural right that you have to self-defense, to protect yourself and to protect your family and to protect other people. All that's evil. All of it's racist. All of it's sexist. And you don't want to be those things, do you? Because you're moral people. So come with us. Come with us and we'll take you to the land of milk and honey. There ain't no milk and honey. There's hell. There's torture. And there's the extinguishing of the flame of human spirit. Unless you say, no, I'm not participating. And then you are free regardless of what happens to you. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. We'll be right back. Gentlemen, thank you so much for the great work that you guys are doing. Uh, phenomenal show, for phenomenal interview, phenomenal questions. 
and uh, I'd be willing to come back at any time and uh, explore other topics for discussion. So thank you for having me on today. Hi, everyone. This is Mark Passio from WhatOnEarthIsHappening.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings. Back in December 2019, Scientific America reported that an invisible ink tattoo could reveal whether kids have been vaccinated. This technology would embed immunization records into a child's skin. The research was published in Science Translational Medicine. It was produced by researchers at MIT, bioengineers Robert Langer and Anna Jekyllany. And now these two biotechnology, bioengineer researchers at MIT who were funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation are back in the news again in June of 2020. The BBC is reporting that travel may be safer by 2022 to go on a plane and to go places in the country or internationally to other countries so long as you have a medical certificate that says you've been vaccinated against COVID-19. And they say that it might be a piece of paper. It might also be a little tattoo on your arm, an invisible tattoo that's not seen to the naked eye, but readable by an infrared scanner. The very same thing that the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation funded and developed last year is the very same thing they're rolling out as the solution to COVID-19 in 2020 through 2021 through 2022. And once you go past the checkpoint in the airport and have this little digital tattoo, this little mark on your body, what will happen is you'll find your passport if you're traveling internationally, the BBC article says, and you'll proceed to immigration where an officer will greet you. Now it's time to get your bag. At the carousel, a worker offers to spray your luggage with industrial sanitizer, but you politely decline. Instead, you pop out a bottle of an eco-conscious Veles cleaner scented with bergamot, lavender, and mint, an aroma that can soothe the worst jet lag. Developed by Amanda Weeks, who grew up on Staten Island next to New York's infamous rubbish dump, Veles is made from food waste that's fermented akin to a brewing process yielding alcohol. It's like making kombucha or beer, says Weeks, who opened a pilot biorefinery plant in 2018. Currently, Vilesse is designated as a household cleaner and not a sanitizer because Weeks hasn't put it through the EPA-required tests. And EPA-required tests are just totally preposterous because they allow toxic chemicals into the market every single day. As you proceed to your taxi, the airplane you disembark from is also being disinfectant. An ultra-mean and lean ultraviolet light cleaning machine. You know, you read this stuff and you're forced to take a side of either common sense or absolute ignorance. Let me explain something very briefly, and then I want to go through a few other stories in this final segment. I do not support President Donald Trump. I sure as hell don't support the dementia case 
crooked man smiling, Joe, grab your penis or grab your vagina, Biden. I don't support Republicans, don't support Democrats. However, there are some things that Republicans say that Democrats do, and then you go look it up, and it's just not true. Democrats didn't do that. Democrats didn't say that. And there are some things, a lot of things, Democrats say Republicans do, and then you go look it up, and Republicans didn't do those things. That's called objectivity. It's called removing emotional, political identifications from the equation and looking at things from a balanced point of view. When this black doctor the other day, and I say black doctor because anybody who tells me she's crazy, I just call them racist now because that's what you have to do. You have to turn the weapon back on them. Turn the weapon back on them. You're a racist. Defend yourself. So this doctor who says hydroxychloroquine works, and then you go look it up, and you can pull up PubMed articles. I'll give you one headline. If you want to go look it up for yourself, efficiency of chloroquine and hydroxychloroquine in the treatment of COVID-19, and the conclusion says these drugs do affect positively in the treatment of COVID-19. You can go look that up for yourself. I don't care what the doctor said. I care what the science says. And if she's quoting the science, then I'm interested in what she has to say or what he has to say. But as a result of this, although I don't condone pharmaceutical drugs, as a result of what the president said and as a result of what doctors have said in using these drugs and how they've been able to help people, how many people have died because they haven't received the proper medical treatment as a result of political jargon and political battling and propaganda. The media and every single person who attempts to halt the usage and the distribution and the application of anything that can help somebody, you are responsible and you have blood on your hands. Every single one of you. And you can laugh like little tiny hyenas in The Lion King and think it's so funny. Oh, they said that this would work. They just believe in demon sperm and alien DNA. You know what? These weasels and these hyenas and these pussies that run around screaming about race and sex and politics all the time, it's time for these people to shut the hell up. And it's time for you to tell them to shut the hell up. It's time that we take objectivity into the equation. It's time to think critically. It's time to examine things from a balanced point of view and get rid of this political garbage, get rid of the Trump's going to save us garbage. He hasn't done a damn thing to save you so far, has he? So what do you think four more years is going to do? It's going to be four more years of Democrats whining and crying and pissing and bitching and complaining and saying racism, sexism, bigotry, hatred. He's all these things. He's an authoritarian for trying to stop cities from burning down. It's going to be it's like, you know what? Screw Trump. Put Biden in the White House. We'll annex California and Oregon and Chicago and Baltimore and any other horrible blue city. And then if you're Democrat or Republican and you want to actually have the rule of law, then we'll, we'll concede those states to you and we'll retain the rest of the union. 
and you people can just, you can bang each other, and you can do your drugs, and you can burn things down, and you can yell about how history is evil, and yell about how anybody who tells you to clean your room is a fascist, or anybody who won't give you money is a fascist, and you can put little stickers on your guitar and go, no, 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 this music kills fascists. You know what I always thought about that? If that music really did kill fascists, you would be dead. So we need to get some new stickers. Information kills communists. Information kills fascists. Information kills authoritarians. Being informed and being empowered destroys authoritarianism. Having the will to fight destroys it. So all you have to do is just go look it up, and it's like, oh, well, look, there are mainline studies that actually say that this person is is correct. It's like when Donald Trump said, try hydroxychloroquine. No, no, it's a bad thing. And then they go and they like pull all the studies where they said it would help. These, these people are so evil. It, it's so evil. It's so evil. It's just beyond comprehension. So you'll have to have the microchip. You'll have to have the ID card in order to travel. That is unless enough people say, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. That's not going to happen. And if enough people say that, and you just need a tiny majority, tiny little minority, what will happen is uh, you win. Because 4%, 5% of the, col- the colonies with, without even sufficient armament defeated the most powerful military in the world here at the founding of our country, the United States, defeated the most powerful military in the world, and with the assistance of the French, destroyed the most powerful navy in the world the most powerful empire in the world, one of the most powerful empires in the history of the world, gone. Because a few people said, eh, you're not taking my gun, you're not taxing me for that, and I'm sure as hell not going to give up my interest-free currency. And so then they just crushed with the spirit of what people call God, a godless, heartless, evil empire. That's where all the stuff from Star Wars. Where do you think the stuff from Star Wars comes from? Or any of your, any of your, your, your uh, you know, science fiction movies and empires and resistances. It's all from history. It's all history. Oh, by the way, ESPN has investigated and found that the NBA has run a Chinese sweat camp for athletes with rampant physical abuse and discrimination. No wonder when the Chinese dragon says, "Oh, you, you know, say bad things about China." You make you make Houston Rockets coach apologize, apologize now to China, and he said, "I'm not apologizing to China." And the NBA says, "No, you you apologize. Everybody apologize to China." LeBron James, get your slave ass on television and you tell them we love the Chinese, we love those Chinese, we love the sweatshops, we love the death camps, we love people being executed because they don't smile when they see pictures of Pooh Bear, and the Chinese says, "Oh, thank you, NBA, thank you, NBA, we appreciate it." You know why the NBA loves China so much? Because they're working with the Chinese and they've got sweatshops. Where do you think your shoes are made? Where do you think your jerseys are made? You know, I saw someone in a a Stephon Curry jersey. And I saw someone in, I think it was just, I don't know if it was just like a standard basketball jersey, but someone in a Stephen Curry jersey. Is it Stephen Curry? I think it's Stephen Curry. Stephen Curry jersey and another basketball jersey, and you see people in hats at a Black Lives Matter rally at Antifa 
gatherings, and they're literally wearing. They, let me just start that over. Let me let me let me start it over real 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 simple for you. Here, here's how it works. You have Black Lives Matter protesters. You have Antifa terrorists talking about how they don't like fascism. They don't like people being killed by the police. That certain groups of people matter. And that they would like justice. And they film their events with Apple phones and Android phones. And they wear designer clothing. Or at least they wear clothing with company logos on them. They wear hats, they wear basketball jerseys, they wear shoes and socks, all of which from the phones to the hats are usually made in Chinese sweatshops where most groups of people, Muslims, people from other countries, people that don't fit into the culture, are rounded up and put into concentration camps, people are rounded up and put into slave factories, So in a sense, you're protesting at an anti-slavery, anti-fascist, anti-oppressive rally wearing and displaying things made by slaves. Literally. So shut your mouth, you fascist hypocrites. You see, someone who is moral... When a charge is levied against them, you're a fascist, you're a sexist, you're a racist. Your reaction is, I'm none of those things. Why are you calling me those things? I guess I need to do something to prove it to you, right? No, you don't have to prove to anybody anything. What you do is you say, oh, okay. And then you wrap it up and you send it right back to them. No, actually, you're the racist, you're the bigot, you're the sexist, you're the fascist. I'm not going to take this from you anymore. That's what happens. You know why people capitulate to the mob? Like I talked about on my Tuesday show, Trader Joe's. It's because the mob is violent. And because even when a majority of people disagree with the mob, the majority of people aren't going to stab you, shoot you, or burn down your business. The minority, the mob, will burn down your business, will shoot you, will stab you. That's why you need to be able to defend yourself. That's why you have a right to bear arms, not a gun. You have a right to bear arms. That means you have a right to self-defense. That's what the Second Amendment means. You have a right to self-defense. You know who doesn't have any of those rights? The people that are in sweatshops working for the NBA. So when the Chinese government says, oh, NBA, you apologize now. You apologize to China now, to the Chinese dragon now. China demands it, and LeBron James comes out. And he's like, "Yeah, man, we just we uh we, we care about China. We care about the Chinese fans, and uh, we 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 love playing in China because that's where I get a lot of my money." LeBron James is a modern day slave on a plantation, is what he is. LeBron James is a piece of trash. You have literal black men, in the case of LeBron James saying we support a communist, collective, hive mind, authoritarian, slave-running government. But black lives matter, and we don't like slavery, and we love the Chinese. Well, I don't have any problem with the Chinese. It's the government and the authoritarianism of of the government and the United Nations telling our government, no, you can't, you can't use... Article 4, Section 4 of your constitutional authority to stop domestic terrorism. That's what the UN is saying. 
You know what I would do if I was the U.S.? You know what? You want a war, you got a war. I would send a huge number of troops. I don't even know what the number would be. I'd pull every troop out of every Middle Eastern country, and I would send them directly to New York City, to the headquarters of the U.N., and I would say, every single person in this building, arrest them now. And we would burn down the Rockefeller-donated United Nations building, and we'd call it a peaceful protest, and that would be the end of it. No more UN, no more global government. And then when the United States becomes a nation again, and you need support as another country, then we'll talk about helping you under our own free will, not under the authority of a global government that tells us we want to serve you. With people like Bill Gates pretending like he has muscular dystrophy, you know, just, we, we're here to help you, and we got childhood death, and we got, we got to have a vaccine. And China's like, oh, thank you, Mr. Gates. Thank you, Mr. Gates. Thank you. Thank you. We kill all the white people because they have bigger penises. You know, I'm just so freaking sick of these, these monsters and these mobsters and these thugs. I'm tired of being called racist and sexist and bigoted. And see, this is the point that's so important because I know that most of you women, men, black, white, green, purple, yellow, red, Muslim, Christian, Jew, Buddhist, doesn't matter. You're tired of being called the same thing. And so we have to collectively, in our own individual rights, we have to take a deep breath. And we have to control that frustration and anger. And what we have to do is we have to channel it into a peaceful law-abiding manner and say, you know what? Your accusations, your insults, your aggressions, your illiteracy, none of that affects me in the way that you want it to affect me. However, it's rekindled a spiritual fire and it's allowed us to recognize in a divine manner, that there are people that want to hurt us and that they want to hurt us whether we're black and we're young or we're black and we're old or we're white and we're young, white and we're old, or we're just a giant combination of all kinds of races and religions and nationalities living together in relative harmony until someone points out our differences and tries to divide us. And what we realized is we have a right to peace with each other And we have a right to self-defense and we have a right to disagree and we have a right to compromise and we have a right to be human beings. And you people are attempting to destroy that right while using the right to destroy it. And it ends right now. Your fear, your intimidation, your terrorism, it doesn't work anymore. We are empowered. You can call what empowers us God. You can call it spirit. You can call it whatever you want to call it. And what I'm saying right now, I know a lot of Christians agree with me, but this isn't a Christian point of view. This country was not founded on Christian ideology. A lot of it was, but a lot of it was founded on deism. A lot of it was founded on you can religiously worship whatever you want to religiously worship and practice. This is real and this is human. It doesn't work anymore. And I'm here to motivate you playing my part. I'm not like some general or some colonel. I'm like... I'm just a guy in the trenches saying, look, this is what we have to do. We're in a war together, and it doesn't matter if you're black or you're a Muslim. 
They'll use blacks against whites. They'll use Muslims against Christians. And when they're done using the Muslims against Christians and they take the Christians out, they'll use the Muslims and the Jews to kill each other. And they'll use the blacks and Latinos and Asians and everybody else to slaughter each other. I mean, Albert Pike wrote about that 100 years ago or more than 100 years ago. It was like 100-something years ago. They would use the Jews and the Muslims and the Christians to destroy each other and then bring in a one-world religion. An adaption of all the, the current religions. You know, I get emails from people, different colors, different ages, different sexes, different backgrounds, different nationalities, different countries. And it's really humbling because... I don't actually see what those people look like unless they send me a picture of them or they're on Facebook. They might, you know, someone says, hey, you know, I'm a, I'm a six foot five Muslim man and I agree with what you're saying. I don't know if this person could be five foot two, like, you know, it could be four foot five, like Dr. Fauci. Could be a Jew. I don't know. Could be a Christian. Doesn't really matter because the real people that message me and email me, doesn't matter what you look like. Doesn't matter how tall you are. Doesn't matter what sexual preferences you have. It doesn't matter what the color of your skin is. What matters is you recognize that all of us are under assault and some of us are being used against others. And the reason that America is hated so badly is because America cast off the chains of thousands of years of oppression of all people and was able to abolish even the most abhorrent forms of human servitude even though it took some time to do that. And there were still elements within our country that wished to suppress those people, black or otherwise, even up until the 21st century, all through the 60s and 70s and all the way up until today. And those are the same subversive elements running Black Lives Matter that ran the Klan back in the 19th century. Attacking whites, attacking blacks, people that don't agree with their political ideology. And so like Frederick Douglass or other abolitionists throughout American history, or just free, empowered men, people like Tom Paine, that really inspired the entirety of the colonies to rebel. White men, black men, women, it doesn't really matter, who were empowered to say, I am not going to to take this anymore. Like Howard Bill says, I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. I don't know what to tell you to do, to write to your congressman or protest. Or... All I know is at first you have to get mad and you have to say, I'm not going to take it anymore. I'm mad as hell. I'm not going to take it anymore. We've got to that point. We're mad as hell. We're not going to take it anymore. So what do we do? Well, we channel that energy, that anger, and we say, look, this is the power that I have, and I'm not going to relinquish it to you because you're calling me names. And that's humorously what it all breaks down to. Fascist, sexist, bigot. All right, I'm just going to continue to read my book. I'm just going to continue to help people that are different than me and to talk to people and befriend people that are different than me because I want to see other cultures and other ideas. And I'm just going to continue to be a peaceful human being, but... You know, people, sometimes they'll say, well, you know, we have an inclusive environment, so we have to allow eugenicists and we have to allow Satanists within our environment. 
And sure, that's fine. If you're a eugenicist or you're a Satanist, you can come into our little environment, our little experiment here in the United States of America. But here's the deal. You will respect the rule of law. And if you violate the rule of law, you're not a part of this experiment anymore. Don't take our kindness and our morality as a form of weakness. Because as 4% of an unorganized, mostly, group of men and women, they defeated the most powerful military in the world and the most powerful government, the most powerful empire in the world. With hardly any provisions or armaments, for that matter. Today, the American people are armed with much more knowledge, much more connectivity, and much more gunpowder. You try to take it this time, the war is going to be over a hell of a lot quicker, and we don't need the French to back us on this one. And that's the bottom line. It comes from the heart, it comes from the spirit, and a lot of you will say it comes from God. The bottom line is, it's within all of you. Resist that tyranny, whether it's someone yelling at you on the street or it's someone in government making a mandate. The real revolutionaries are not on the street burning things down and protesting. The real revolutionaries are calm, They're confident, they have the will, and they're waiting for the opportune time to defend themselves in a lawful manner. And that is the point of where we are. By the way, Google is quietly experimenting with holographic glasses and smart tattoos, July 5th, CNET. So Google, along with Regina Dugan, DARPA, through MIT, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, and Motorola, all have digital tattoos, and those smart tattoos, they're coming to a wrist or a forehead or a hand or a shoulder or an arm near you and near your children and your wife and your husband and your family and your friends and your male partner and your female partner. They're coming for everybody. Google is Skynet. Bill Gates is a demon. Talk about demon sperm. Bill Gates He's not even a human. He just, he is a, a, a demon sperm cell is what, is what Bill Gates, he is a demonic sperm cell is what he is. And he's trying to impregnate each and every one of your minds with the idea that he's an innocent man with a pink sweater and muscular dystrophy that just kind of, you know, notice that he does that on the, on the videos, you know. Just we, uh, well, it's the gold standard, and who buys this? A majority of people buy it, but you don't need a majority of people to overthrow an empire. You don't need a majority of people to overthrow a tyrant. You don't need a majority of people to end oppression and persecution. You don't need a majority of people to do what's right. You need to do what's right. And when you do what's right, it motivates and it encourages and it empowers other people to do what's right. Without any conceit or arrogance or ego, that's what I am doing as a radio host. And that's what I'm hoping motivates you as I live the way that I speak to likewise take on that responsibility and to live the way that you know is right. And don't be afraid. They're afraid. That's why they're lobbying these insults and attacks on you, because they know the power of the human spirit. I'm Ryan Gable. 
And this is The Secret Teaching. Stay tuned to The Fringe FM. There'll be more after this, and we'll be back tomorrow night on the broadcast for a Friday night conclusion to the week. I don't know what I'm going to title the show yet, but we'll talk a little bit about these uh, this UFO information, time travel, and other things like that. Should be a good show. www.thesecretteachings.info, thefringe.fm, thesecretteachings.info is our website, though. Subscribe today to get access to the full show archive. You'll get access to my books and our montage archive, which I am still in the process of getting uploaded. Had some issue with that. It's all on the website, www.thesecretteachings.info. Bio tattoos, electronics tattoos, microchips, all of that is in my book, The Technological Elixir. You can grab that book on the website. Separately from the subscription, we have digital and soft cover, free shipping in the United States. Thank you all so much for tuning in to The Secret Teachings tonight. Stay safe, stay informed. We'll talk to you on the next broadcast. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings, or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info. Here at The Secret Teachings, we're pushing 11 years on air. From powerful interviews to truly unique analysis, we're here for you five nights a week. And now we can also be with you whenever you want to listen. Just subscribe to our archive today and get access to stream and download every show after it airs. Your subscription also includes access on the site to my books, Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, and The Technological Elixir, along with my original books that many people have been asking for, The Grand Illusion, The Persistent Illusion, and False Prophets. We are also growing our montage archive, which will be available on the site for subscribers to listen. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info, click on the Donate or Subscribe tab at the top of the page, and become a member today. Even if you aren't a member, though, you can access certain select shows in our free archive and grab a free show released every week on the site. Otherwise, catch us Monday through Friday right here on The Fringe FM. We've heard your feedback loud and clear. You called it out, and now we're answering. All new live programming, five nights a week. Always remember, The Fringe FM is for you, the listener. And we appreciate your feedback. Keep the feedback coming. You can email us at talkback at thefringe.fm. Call the station at 501-777-5631. Or send us a message on Facebook at The Fringe FM. The Secret Teachings is the middle ground between the mainstream and alternative, between the official story and clickbait conspiracy. It lies between man's lack of critical thinking and his acknowledgement of discovering the patterns of nature. This is a radio show of objective analysis from the occult to pop conspiracy and health. A show we call The Secret Teachings. 
You can catch the broadcast Monday through Friday on the Fringe FM, the Fringe.fm, and www.thesecretteachings.info. Join me on a journey where getting lost is the only true destination. Where the past, present, and future all coexist on the same timeline. A reminder that the future is not some distant glimmer, but a bright light shining in your eyes. This is the future we are in right now. Welcome to a future where our true reflection is only revealed once the screen goes dark. Welcome to the darkness. I hope you find it enlightening.